Piloting the pilots. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my my husband, Cameron. <laughs> How are you doing today, honey? That's kind of like something evil. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Wow, you're coming in loud. Oh, sorry. Are you hungover? No, no. It's just <laughs> things seem really loud to me lately. Uh, okay. Probably because I haven't been sleeping. Yeah. 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 Apologies for missing last week's episode. We've mm-hmm. had weird sick issues in our family. Right. Uh, fortunately, multiple tests have said non-COVID, so yeah. that's a relief. But, but, but our youngest school has been canceled due to COVID. Yeah, we had kept him out all week. In the because day... he was sick, and the day we were going to bring him back, they were like, no, school's closed for him because his <laughs> class is covered in COVID. Covered, co- just, swimming just swarming in, in COVID. Swimming in COVID. Well, come on, they're five-year-olds. It's going to be swimming in COVID. I don't know how you can... Uh, a police probably isn't the correct word here, no. but monitor, like, literal... Like, there's like, ba- there's barely... no common sense here. They're kids. They smear poop on walls for art. My our our son. Like, there's likes... no way they're gonna be able to be like, oh yeah, I gotta wash my hands before I do anything and not pick my nose. Well, our our child likes to stick gummy <laughs> worm vitamins up his nose before he eats them. Yes. So I mean, like, <laughs> now you got twenty of these. <laughs> yes. Little demons, little imps. Yes. In a in a enclosed in area, and you're like gonna try to like. Keep that contained. Yeah, okay, whatever. Anyway. You guys are idiots. <laughs> anyway, you guys are idiots. Idiots. I'm talking about any school board who thinks that this is fine. Yeah, no, this is, it's not It's not good. No. You know what else is not good? Probably the show we just watched. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. We uh, I, on one of our listeners, uh-huh. told me that this was, she thought this was a solid uh-huh. three-star show, and I don't disagree with her. Three out of how many stars? A million. Okay, yeah, that <laughs> no, makes no, no, sense. No. no, probably like five. Like what? Three, three out of five. She ranked it that high. I think it's a three out of five star. What? Show. This is going to be an interesting episode. Hang on to your butt. She ranked it that high. Yeah. The three is not good. If it's out of ten, I get it. A, a, a three is a C. But three it's out of five. Passing. Three, no. Three it's out of five is passing. greater than, three is like right in the middle. Right. That's that's a yeah, pretty good rating. How, I understand how three falls. Well, good. <laughs> good, I'm glad you do. Thank you. But that's right in the middle. Right. That's not bad. That's middle. That's middle. That's that's Medi- a good rating. That is literally no, mediocre. No, 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 no. That's a good rating. <laughs> three out of five is still a good rating. Really? Yes. Give me something else that you think is a three-star something, and I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. What, three out of five? Three out of five. A three out of five TV show, movie, song piece of art. God, I have no idea. Well, evil. I've never, I don't right, keep, evil, wa- I don't keep watching anything sample. that's a three. Evil is your sample group. That is a three star <laughs> thing. <laughs> I would have put it at like a two or a one. That low? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. 
We have different opinions about this show. Yes, it was awful. <laughs> I think... Like, legitimately bad. Really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Why don't you give us the show synopsis <laughs> for this uh, for, for this, for this show? We watch Evil. Uh, it's a CBS show. We watch it on Netflix, but I'm sure it's on CBS or uh, Paramount sure. Plus or whatever the crap is. Whatever. Call it Everything's everywhere, and you got you pay for it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. We all we all got we all got duped into getting more expensive cable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. All right. A skeptical female clinical psychologist joins a priest in training and a blue-collar contractor as they investigate supposed miracles, demonic possession, and other extraordinary occurrences to see if there's a scientific explanation or if something truly supernatural is at work. Ooh. And in this particular episode, if you please. Genesis 1. Fairly certain that's just God creating the heavens and earth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So how does that title this episode? Maybe maybe each episode is just another chapter of the Bible. So the next one's <laughs> gonna be Genesis two, and then there'll be like just thousands of these. <laughs> <laughs> the Catholic Church hires forensic psychologist Kristen Bouchard to determine whether a serial killer is possessed by a demon or merely a psychopath. My facts today are going to have nothing to do with this, I realize. Ah. I think I was looking at the wrong thing, but that's okay. Okay. That makes it fun. Yeah. <laughs> this show stars Katya, I guess, guess that's yes, right. Katya. Katya Herbers as Christian Bouchard. She was in uh, the, the Leftovers. Hey, we did that. We watched that. I don't remember. Hey, we did that. I don't, I don't remember a thing about it. I don't either. <laughs> and uh, West. I know we lost our first pilot in the Leftover. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 he got raptured. Yeah, he got raptured. <laughs> that was exciting. Yeah. That was really And exciting. now our pilot is four years old. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, I always like to think of it as he came back. He was, <laughs> he was <laughs> he's like reincarnated in the body of a four-year-old and he just kept doing his job. Nice. Just, nice. That's what, that's, what, that's what capitalism wants you to do. Just <laughs> after keep you working. Die, after you die, you just come back and you keep doing it. Oh, wow. What a horrible way to Ugh. live. Yeah. She's also in Westworld, which you should probably watch at some point. Okay. We have Mike Coulter. Yeah. Uh, he was in... Oh, I did not write what his name is. Oh, he's David Acosta. Yeah, David Acosta. He was in Luke Cage uh-huh. and Men in Black. And he has lovely skin, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think his skin's really nice. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> we have Asif Manvi as... Don't remember his name, and I didn't write it down. Nice. But he was in Avatar The Last Airbender uh-huh. and Jericho. Uh-huh. And isn't Jericho the show that you saw Theo Huxtable's balls in? <laughs> I try not to remember. <laughs> I try not I, to remember. The only thing I remember about that show, I never seen it. I, I think you watched it while I was at work or something <laughs> like that, and you were like, gross. <laughs> I saw Theo's balls, and like, <laughs> I don't want to watch it anymore. Um, he was also obviously a correspondent on The Daily Show for a long time. And we have Michael Emerson as Leland Townsend. He was in Lost, Saw, and anywhere else where you need kind of a weasel. you need kind of a creepy weasel. Weasley bad guy. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where you've seen him before. Yeah. Uh, this was released September 26, 2019. Wow. What? Really? God. That was... That, that goes into a criticism I do have about the show, actually. Mm. The number one song was Truth Hurts by Lizzo. And the number one movie was Abominable, which I think we watched with our kid, and it was terrible. So. <laughs> oh, was that about the snowman? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. It was awful. It was animated, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. No, it was the, the live action <laughs> <laughs> Abominable Snowman movie that came out in 2008. I do believe in big feet. <laughs> Well, so okay, so going into this show, Evil, this is one of this is another one of your picks. Yes. What were your predictions? What were you hoping to get out? You of know, this? this was definitely not anything that I had hoped for. Okay. Like I thought it was basically going to be Scully and Mulder investigates paranormal right. activity. Yes, yes. yes and yes. Um, sometimes it's just bad guys, so and sometimes it's demonic or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. You know how sort of like the original X Files, it was sometimes the, it's vi- aliens. The vibe. Yeah. You know, uh, so I was. Really hoping for that, but that's not what I got. Oh, yeah. that okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't write a formal prediction, as well. I <laughs> did write a formal prediction. Uh, you want okay. me to read that? Yeah, give okay. it to me. Give it to me. I need. We need to codify this. All right. Two people who have nothing in common will investigate paranormal slash suspicious activity and develop a begrudging respect for one another. That maybe turns into love. Ooh. Yes. Oh, when the X-Files got bad. Yeah, when the X-Files got bad. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's basically what I said. So just based on what I'm seeing, I'm hoping it's a really good version of the X-Files. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, like the X- well, like the X-Files, the X-Files are the good version of the X-Files. I wish this show had been more like the X-Files. Right. I think a lot of my observations and critiques of this show mm-hmm. is going to be like, this is like the X-Files, but the X-Files did it better, and this show would yeah. have been better served by following that template yes. closer. I agree. I think you that would have been a lot more fun. So, but before we get into that... Because it would have made it creepy instead of what this was, downright dumb. Downright dumb. You didn't think it was creepy at all? No. Not George the Demon? <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing too hard. Oh my gosh. It was like... it was George... Like, the demon. Like, if you've ever seen, like, clips, because I know none of us actually have seen this, the <laughs> Spider-Man Broadway musical <laughs> and uh, the, the Julie Taymor version and uh, the Green Goblin, his visage or yeah. whatever on stage, if you just painted that black, is basically what, <laughs> yeah. what George the Demon ended up looking like. When I was looking for facts and this, I guess I was looking at the wrong thing, like the wrong story. Okay. okay. I started, I obviously started on the right foot because I was looking for exorcism stuff. Mm. But then I realized as I was researching exorcism stuff, I'm like, oh, I've done all these before. Nice. <laughs> so, like, uh, so I was like, well, i got to find something different. And then somehow I got into near-death experiences somehow. Okay. Like, maybe that's what the next episode's going to be about. And I, my eye just saw that. So right. I did a bunch of stuff on near-death experiences. Hmm. So you want to hear a little bit about near-death experiences? Sure. I think it's more positive than we you normally do here. Okay. <laughs> so, one way or the other, anyway. All right. Death traveling, as it's sometimes known as, mm. has become more and more common uh, with medical and scientific advancements. Because, like, back in the day... Wait a second. Wait a second. Pause. Death traveling. Death traveling. Death traveling. What is that really dumb movie where they... Flatliners. Yes! Okay, there you go. <laughs> that's all you got to <laughs> say. That's all I got to say. Is it something like that? Yeah. Is it similar to Flatliners? Oh, do you know, are you not familiar with death traveling? Well, I've had many near-death experiences, oh, okay, but, but I don't, never, I don't you, consider myself a death traveler. Well, <laughs> you, when, see, when you say near-death experiences, you're talking about like one of our first dates when I saved you from a runaway trolley. Oh, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Well, have you had actual out-of-body experiences? Yes. Oh, okay. You know, when I died giving birth to Jake, our first Oh, right. I don't know. You're right. You have had that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, do you want to go into it since you are a traveler? <laughs> <laughs> since I'm an actual death traveler? Yeah, since you're an actual death traveler. Maybe we should, like, 
maybe I should just throw away these nets. We should just discuss your uh, no, no. Continue experience. with your examples. No, 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 no. Well, no. This is this is helpful for us because okay. you can you can add your own um, experiences into this. Okay, this is great. All right. So basically, as medical and scientific advancements have improved, mm-hmm. people are being brought back from basically death. Yes. At this point, like. Things that even like a hundred years ago that would have killed oh, you. Oh yes, yes. Like we're able to bring you back now, mm-hmm. and because of that, people are able to describe their experiences more, you know, yeah. frequently. So it's become more and more prevalent. Even at the beginning of the twentieth century, the number one way to verify if someone was dead or not was the mirror test. Yes. Where if you don't know, you'd stick a mirror in front of someone's if face. If you could see the breath on the mirror. Yeah, and yeah. if you couldn't. They were dead, yeah. but that's very squiffy. Yes. <laughs> there's like so lots, there's lots of buried alive yeah, stories. Yeah, this and, is where you get yeah. like the bells that like people can ring and stuff yeah. like that. And how that was like a huge fear of people just like being buried alive. Yeah. But like stuff like CPR, mm-hmm. like he- the Heimlich maneuver, these things are saving people's lives. Well, oh, yeah. probably not for the Heimlich maneuver, but you get the idea. I mean, saving people's lives, but probably not near death experience. From okay. <laughs> right. You're not like dead. Yeah. Someone does the Heimlich maneuver and then you come back to yeah. life. That's yeah. what I mean. That keeps you from the near death. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the one question is, what happens after we die? Mm. So according to science, it's just end of life. Yeah. That's it. You're done. Right. And according to pretty much all religions, life continues in some aspect or another. Right. I've heard good arguments for reincarnation that since, like, from atheists and re- reincarnation, because, like, we're all made up of the same material so when our right. body becomes one with the universe in a physical sense okay it that does regenerate life in some that way. is so very much like a jediism uh, yeah i, I, I guess <laughs> no Je- jedi's are selfish i'll tell you why they disappear <laughs> they know they they actually become with like one with the living force well living they ever... become one with the force which yeah. then the force starts life and stuff but so they... that's that's that cycle right same with, you know, Mufasa's circle but of this, life. <laughs> but this would be more of like your carbon-based form decomposes, uh-huh. becomes part of the dirt, becomes part of the grass. <laughs> yeah. You know. And the blah, blah. antelope eat the so, grass. Yeah. yeah the so in a way, life, yeah. yeah. So in a way, you do endure or relive. Sure. It's just in a different way. Okay. You know, obviously not consciously. Also, you can never walk on grass. That's why they have don't keep walking on grass signs. Because <laughs> there's all those little blades of grass are screaming in pain. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But if you want to know an answer, uh-huh. a good person you could ask, besides yourself, mm-hmm. is a man named Danian Brinkley. Okay. Who has died three times uh-huh. and come back to tell about it. But he only came back twice, so it's the third time he's a zombie? No, he came back. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I gathered he came back <laughs> in order to tell the story. Yeah. That's implied. <laughs> but basically, his answer is... Neither science nor religion is correct. That's not what happens. I agree with that. If you're old enough to remember, if you're a listener out there, mm-hmm. uh, if you're old enough to remember people actually having landlines in their house, <laughs> and if you're old enough to remember this, you can remember your parents telling you, do not speak on a landline during a thunderstorm. Yeah, I remember that. Brinkley's parents probably didn't tell him this. <gasps> what? So in 1975, he was on the phone during a lightning storm when a bolt While of, taking a bath. <laughs> while taking a bath, <laughs> toasting something, <Yeah. laughs> like blow drying his hair. Um, a bolt of lightning struck and traveled through the phone line. 
blasting him on the side of the head. Oh my god, that's horrific. Melting the phone he was carrying. So there's a lot of like oh, physical wow. evidence. Like, yeah. I mean, like it's not like he just was like, I was struck by lightning and I came back. Yeah. Melted the phone, welded the nails in his shoes to the floor. Do you Shoes have nails in them? Wait, what, the, what in the kind seven, of shoes were he wearing? Were the horseshoes? Were they like, wait, a horse? wait, were they like those really thick high heel shoes? Those go-go dancing boots? Maybe it was the 70s. Who knows? He was on his way Because that would probably need nails. And maybe he had like the dead goldfish floating around upside down in the heel part of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. He's disco stew. He's disco stew, so yeah. He will be referred to as such from now on. Excellent. So Disco Stew uh, was actually launched out of his shoes that I guess were welded to the floor, Oof. hit the ceiling. Holy crap. And rushed to the hospital. Clearly. <laughs> and did someone else like pick up the melted phone? And <laughs> they're like, look, evidence. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, a half an hour. You know, I would be showing off a melted phone. That is something I think people would like to see. You would have to like just bring that with you wherever. Yeah, I'd be you like, went. check out this melted phone. How crazy is that? This was my murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, a half an hour later, he woke up mm-hmm. in the morgue. Oh, God, scary. So he was, like, dead, dead. Was he actually in a bag or just in the freezy slider? I'm not sure. The The, the, the thing I read uh, didn't, didn't it'd be terrifying if he was in a bag. I guess he wasn't in a bag. Okay. He probably was suffocated, I would have thought, in Well, mm, Maybe not. Maybe not. Depends on how well zipped it was. Yeah. What if he was about to get, like, autopsied? Oh, God. He's just, like, butt naked. What if you, like, woke up and they're already cutting into your chest? Oh, what if that woke you up? Oh, my God. That's that's terrifying. These are all just great horror stories. (laughs) (laughs) Um, During his period of passing, Mm. so as he was being rushed in the ambulance, he described watching the doctors and the EMTs working on saving his body. Like, he was floating above Mm -hmm. watching all this happen. Then he describes the that same old tunnel of light, that tunnel of love uh-huh. that we all see. And he went on to say, this is his words now. I saw my entire life past performing a 360 degree panorama. I had missed nothing. You know how many hairs were in the nose of the doctor who pulled you from your mother? You know everything there is from the time you open your eyes. You have complete cognitive awareness. Pause. Why was your doctor's nose so close to your mom's vagina? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> when he came out, the first thing he saw as he emerged was like, whoa. Well, what are you trim, doing that close down there, sir? Trim Back the, away. Trim those suckers. <laughs> um, no doubt about it. And it's all happening at the same time. Then you watch the same life from a second-person point of view, as if you were your own best friend. So you relive your own life mm-hmm. as, like, an observer. Okay. Um, I bet that's horrible. So then you can see how silly, how funny, how dumb, how stupid it was. But it's one of your best friends, you know, so there's no judgments, just looking. So you're not, like, judging yourself. You're just, like, reliving it. Okay. And then you literally become every person you have ever encountered. And you feel the direct results of your interaction between you and that person. So no one gets away with anything. Anything. So basically, if you've ever been rude to someone, you experience their feelings... Or if you were kind to someone, you experience okay. that feeling. And you you just see it all from that point of view. Right. Uh, and it's also worth noting that his experience uh, occurred even before the term near-death experience existed. He was saying this before this was like a coined term. So then, in 1989, it happened again. And then again in the 90s, during open-heart surgery and brain surgery. Jesus Christ. And once again, yeah, right? And once again, he described the same thing. Mm-hmm. And at the time, he wrote, the, wrote a best-selling book, which is nice uh, for him. 
on his experiences and was ridiculed by everyone in the scientific community. They just thought he was crazy. Oh, I bet. Essentially, the experience he's describing is just your brain dying. Right. And kind of it's a it's a biological response to calm you right. as you're passing. So you're not like, oh my God, I'm dying. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to something nice. Right. But the, the, the only kind of kink in that is Brinkley and other people who have experienced these are able to recall events when they were officially dead. Like, not mirror test dead, but, like, dead dead. Like, clinically, all our machines say you're dead, but mm-hmm. they're able to, like, say, oh, well, this was happening and that was right, happening. Right, right. What, what's Brinkley doing now? Well, as of 2020, he spends most of his time with his uh, with terminally ill people, mm-hmm. particularly other veterans, because he was a veteran, mm-hmm. and helps them pass on. Mm. As of today, he has sat <laughs> by the bed of over 2,000 people as they passed. Oh, wow. Um, his message to religious leaders is there is no hell. Yeah. That there is a presence that's perhaps God. There is something there. Okay. But, like, I guess hell is technically you experiencing your life again. Like, if okay. you, I guess you're confronted with whether you are a well, good person no, or a bad person. Well, no, because, like, if you're, a, you're, if you're a sociopath or a psychopath and you're confronted with it, I don't think that's going to bother you. Well, maybe I not. think it'll be like, oh, good memories. But I guess, you I, know? Guess, I guess his, po- maybe, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, mean, I feel like that, this is what they wanted to do and right. then they get to relive it. Well, yeah. here's your reward, man. Now, now think about social media <laughs> as that is entered into the equation. If uh-huh. you experience how you made everyone feel. So if every time you were like snarky to someone online or didn't treat someone online right. like they were a real person on the other end mm-hmm. of the computer. Do you get that? Because, like, <laughs> that's got to suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would hope so. I hope people get some comeuppance. Um, but basically, he says, when you review your life in that secondhand way, there's not an arbiter of whether you had a good life or a bad life. You are the judge of your own life. Okay. Oh, well, then, you know, the psychopaths and sociopaths are, like, thrilled. Yeah, but I mean, like... If they're their own arbiter, they're... They're doing great. Well, maybe that's just what they continue to do is relive it, and that's, like, what it is for them. They're heaven, huh? That's their heaven, I guess. I don't know. Oh, that's But basically, BS. you're asked, did you make a positive impact on the world? Mm-hmm. If there is a hell, I mean, I guess he left it open that there is possibly a hell. Okay. His point of view is, prior to his first near-death experience, he was a piece of shit. Okay. He was an awful person. He's like, I was a redneck, I, like, with... With all the negative connotations okay. of redneck. Like, he's like a bully mm. and judgmental and like kind of a piece of garbage. And right. So I'm not saying redneck or like Southerners. I'm just saying redneck is like that. Okay. And he's like, if I was able to be that piece of trash, mm-hmm. but like didn't go straight to hell. Right. Then I have no evidence that there is hell. Okay. But he, he feels like this knowledge of... Maybe there being no hell at all, and it's just like you are irresponsible for the goodness that you put out into the world mm-hmm. will stop people from living in the fear of eternal torment. Because right. I think people guide their lives, you know, sometimes yeah. misguide their lives, like, oh my God, I'm going to go to hell or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, just be a good person and you're fine, yeah, yeah. you know. And just be a positive change to people around us. Mm-hmm. And he has also developed a group called the Twilight Brigade which is an organization which is currently on hiatus due to COVID, uh, <laughs> that makes sure veterans never have to die alone. So you oh, get people nice. like volunteers that can sit with you. Right. And it's like all these people that are afraid to die, he it goes and says, it's okay. Yeah. You know, you're going to be all right. And that every person or every life has dignity, 
direction and purpose. Mm, nice. So one of the other episodes in this show is about near-death experiences. So <laughs> I kind of screwed up on that. But yeah, so that I, I thought that was kind of nice. I right. think it's a nice thing to think about that, like, uh, you know, mm. maybe just be a good person. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, it was a, there is something that uh, Penn used to always say mm-hmm. about why he's an atheist. Okay. And I'm not saying, like, any religion is wrong or right or whatever. Right, right. But he said, I don't need anybody telling me not to rape someone. Right. Or not to kill someone. I just know that's a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, just be a good person. Just be a good person. Just be a good person. Exactly. You, you know, just treat people kindly and that's all you got to do. Exactly. You know, but don't. And also, I think the the idea of hell mm-hmm. allows people to point fingers at people. Yeah, like, does. you're gay, so you're going to hell. Yeah. But if you take the hell out of the equation, like, that person's not going to hell because no. it doesn't exist. Yeah. Then you don't really have that ammunition against them anymore. Right. You're forced to just kind of self-reflect rather than yeah. uh, project mm-hmm. sin on other people. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, speaking of th- sin... <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the show Evil. Evil. So you, as determined earlier, were not a fan. No, I was not. Can I? What I think it's probably because it? I was disappointed. Because it, it wasn't, wasn't what I had wanted. Okay. So that's probably it. I went in with some different expectations for it. Right. Right. And it, and it fell flat. Yeah, I mean, see, see, for me, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. I think. Though it was a three-star show to me. Like, I could watch it easily. Like, I could watch more of them. But it would never be counted amongst my, like, favorite shows of all time or anything. Um, I liked Mike Coulter a lot. I thought her character was a little much. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, um, but, and not in terms of what she does. Just, like, they were trying to put so much on her. Right, right. As a parent, mm-hmm. she grossed me out <laughs> <laughs> because she's like she comes home all four. She has four daughters, and she's like the perfect parent. Okay, so four daughters while holding down a full time job with right. an absent husband. Right, you know the, all the girls apparently are in private school. She's yeah. monitoring their screen time. They're right. all super precocious and right. creative, and so we're introduced to this character. And they go to great lengths to say that she's an expert in her field. Uh-huh. She's irreproachably honest. Yeah. yeah. She does not lie. No. And then she's the most amazing, engaged mother you've ever seen in your life. Right. I, I just felt it was like propaganda against normal parents. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Well, she falls into what was happening to women in the late 90s, early aughts, where we were put on such a high pedestal yeah. that it was impossible to meet those standards. Not only did we have to be experts in, yeah. like, oh, at least 10 different fields. Well, you have to be We better, also had, had to be ninja yeah. masters yeah. while being the perfect mother and the perfect wife. Yeah. And somehow we also had to be president. Yeah, exactly. Like, we had to do all of these things, yeah. which is impossible. One of those things is hard enough. Right. Yeah. You know, but yet you have to add all of this other shit to it. And it's like, this is just impossible. Please bring that standard down a little bit. Exactly. Well, it, it, it almost to me as a parent, and this might be an inappropriate comparison, yeah. but it's like looking at like a model's body and like envying it. Like, yeah. it's like, it's like, I can't be that and like because i can't work out 10 hours a day oh yeah and she's in you know shape too like on on top of everything else she looks great yeah it's like like everything she's perfect 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 i'm like i cannot 
achieve that standard. <laughs> There's just no way I could be everything this person is. And I don't want to call her a Mary Sue because that's different. No, that's not it. That's not what it is, no. but it is like they didn't give her, t- for me, like any flaws. There's just no shortcomings with her mm. really at all. I mean, like, if anything, her shortcoming is like like a job interview. It's like, I work too hard. You know, like, <laughs> I care too much, you know? Right. <laughs> Oh, and then, oh, and also she's a top-rated climber, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's that, too. How do you rate climbing? Like, once you get to the top, aren't you number one? I don't know. (laughs) I was a rock climber. You just climbed to the top. Where were you rated? I wasn't. (laughs) You didn't even rank. I didn't even rank, apparently, because I didn't know there was climbing ratings. It's like, like, is, is rock climbing competitive? I was, I was never competing in it. I thought it was just you against the mountain. It was me if against die, the mountain. you die, you lost. <laughs> and it was rough when it rained. Yeah. Trust me, you cannot climb up a sheer cliff face when it's raining. Oh, I've been playing Breath of the Wild. <laughs> you know it. I know how hard it is to climb up a sheer face I, when it's raining. This is a true story. I was one quarter of the way towards, I mean, from the top. Uh-huh. So I was almost at the lip right, right, right. of getting up to my next point and it started pouring down and I had to stay exactly where I was. Just hold yourself Just there. hold myself for 23 minutes. Wow. Now I had ropes. That was helpful. I mean, you... But like, it was, you were stuck there. I mean, you're actually... You're stuck there. You're disproving my point because you're a perfect mother, you're beautiful, yeah, well, thanks, and yeah. you're an and amazing a top, rock top rock rated climber, <laughs> and I'm an expert in my field. You're in amazing so. shape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do a single sit-up, and your abs Well, you know, I am from the late 90s, early aughts, where women had to be at this pinnacle, so... So, so maybe, I, maybe I just disregard everything I've just said about this, which is actually, like, totally believable. Everything about it is true. I'm not sure my kid... Well, my kids are perfect. They are precocious and yeah. perfect and creative. Well, well, never mind then. Yeah, I but guess. I only have two, so, so I failed. Yep, there you go. So yeah, the she has four. <laughs> but I don't think she's as good as her job as all that because she goes to interview serial killers mm-hmm. with her personal phone face up. Face up. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? And I said it right then at the screen. I go, why did you bring your personal uh, effects in with and you? Like, Who's with the serial killer slash serial rapist. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> you do this a lot then? Go up to psychopaths and be like, yeah, so I see that you've gutted a whole bunch of people. Really? Here's p- pictures of my daughters You're... and where I live. <laughs> yeah, like, please, I need you to know as much information about me as possible. Oh, my God. So that you can exact your revenge. So there you go. There's her flaw. She's a dummy. She's a dumb dumb. So basically, the the overall plot, uh, a little bit more in-depth plot than we got from the synopsis, is she is a, some kind of psychologist. She works with the district attorney's office. She thinks everybody's sane and deserves to go to jail. Oh, I agree with this. <laughs> she basically is like, there's 34 cases. All of them were saying they all deserve to go yes. to jail. Yes. Yes, they all do. <laughs> yes. She is in charge of doing a true-false quiz. With this, is that a real quiz? It feels know. real, but I'm like, how does that work? Uh, maybe because you get to see where they're lying. Like, it gives you, like, a percentage of how often they're telling the truth, I think. How do you know if they're telling the truth or not? Well, because you probably know their medical records if they've been in jail long enough. Or if so, they've had diarrhea more than once a month. Exactly. So you would probably know that. So yeah. I bet the questions she's asking is, oh, does he have... You know what I'm saying? Okay. These questions are relevant to their life. I wish the show had shown more of that. Okay. Like, 
explained the test more because right. like I mean that's I, just what I assume I don't I don't know I I get that like lie detectors and stuff mm-hmm. are kind of hooey they're kind of bunk. oh yeah and, they're, and I I know so I I think you can't take like um one of those uh, I can't think of the name of them right now this is whatever graph test but polygraph polygraph you yeah. can't take a polygraph test in a modern TV show mm-hmm. set it up and anyone's gonna take it seriously oh yeah like not since the 90s has that no. worked. No, you just step on a pen tack or whatever. But the true-false test I've never seen before. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying I personally have never seen it before, and I would have liked a little bit more of an understanding of how it works. Mm-hmm. Because her, they never get really past, like, the first three questions, which no. I can give you. Do you, Do you... like mag- <laughs> Mechanics Magazine? Yeah. False. False. Do you, the diarrhea question. Do you, oh, that's true. <laughs> do you, if you diarrhea more than once or a well, month, that's yeah. a lot. Well, I do. I do. I really the, bad guts. <laughs> and then what's the, uh, there was one other, but it doesn't even matter. Okay. But they only ever get past this three until George the Demon gives her the test right. later. Where he's actually asking like Personal. Point, pointed questions. Yeah. And then when they go back and give the same true false question to the killer guy mm-hmm. Roy the demon yeah like then then they start leading some more yeah. stuff in, like seeding more stuff in but it's never in the initial no initial true false thing so I'm like how do you even know right he doesn't read mechanics magazines yeah, you even got his subscriptions nobody reads magazines first of all yeah nobody r- regardless yeah and what's a and what's a a mechanics <laughs> magazine sounds like it's just like Porn of like mechanics. Like, you get you get a centerfold of like a wrench. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 nobody holding it. Just like a centerfold oh, of oh, a wrench. Oh, you, oh, you don't even get like no. you don't even get like a forearm. No, or a no, nice vein no, forearm. no, no, no. So it's, uh, it's just the tool. So basically, out of nowhere, these people say, "Oh, and by the way, the, the case is already." On the table, like she's at the, on the stand, yeah. And they take like a pee break or one of her many yeah. diarrhea breaks, <laughs> <laughs> and they go out and they're like, "Oh, and by the way, people are saying that he's possessed." <laughs> new information to very everybody. new information. Like before the trial even started, like this is brand new information to her. Wow. In which case, Luke Cage or Mike Coulter, right? Uh, sorry, I, I associate him with Luke Cage. Yes. But he he's like comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. These people have access to so much stuff. Even after she's fired from yeah. her regular job, she and Mike Coulter are in and out of prisons. Yeah. They're interviewing people. Yeah. And nobody is like, nope. you're not Stopping a lawyer. Them. You're not a lawyer. What are yeah. you doing here? You're not a psychologist. I'm, I'm going to let you look through uh, this uh, list of people who have recently visited. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You've been here before. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. We, we it's trust fine. you. Like, yeah, it's fine. It's... I've been to a jail. You had to sign in. But you don't get to see who else has signed in. Oh, I've been to a um, I've been to a prison with mm-hmm. my old job, mm-hmm. uh, quite a few actually, <laughs> and uh, this is in Georgia, like the Atlanta area, mm-hmm. and you have to jump through so many hoops, yeah, to go in there. Like, and of course, I wasn't I wasn't visiting anyone mm-hmm. specific, but <laughs> um, but like just to get in, like I, we had to make firm appointments, right? Like we had to have all of our ID. I had yeah. to fill out paperwork mm-hmm. like a month prior that said like you can do a background check on right. me i have not committed any felonies yep. well you don't just get to walk into no, a prison no. and start talking to people no no you don't if you're working with like the lawyers and stuff yes but she's not at that no point. she's not she's working with the church and she and he's not even a full-blown z priest no and he's not her pri- he's a priest, priest in training he's a priest in training that like that's 
basically a nobody. <laughs> he's essentially a guy off the street like, hey, I want to talk to that serial killer. I want to see if he's possessed by a demon. So here was one of my problems <laughs> with, with the show. is So he meets up with her after she's wiped and she's yeah. done her diarrhea business. And he goes up to her and he's like, he's possessed. Yeah. And she's like, bullshit, that doesn't exist. And right. he's like, Get, show show him this, which was a cross or crucifix, yeah, right? Yeah, And then he's like, and do you know the Our Father? Yeah. And she's like, uh-huh, whatever. And then she goes in there. This guy, she does not know who he is at all. No. Because she Googles him later yeah. after she gets hired by him. Yeah. But she goes in there, and then she's like, does what he says. She yeah. shows the crucifix. She starts saying the Our Father. And that's when the guy freaks out. He's been pretty calm and collected yeah. and cold and yeah. very Hannibal-y, lectory kind of right. whatever. He, like, freaks out and starts trying to choke her and speaking Latin and stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, she has no reason not to believe that Mike Coulter and the psycho aren't working together. Yeah, exactly. This is exactly what he needs mm-hmm. to prove that he's possessed. Mm-hmm. So the stranger says... Do these two things. Yeah. She does them. He reacts in the way that yep. is expected. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, maybe he is. But it turns out that's the plot that is actually happening just with a different man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she ends up getting <laughs> fired because she says maybe he is possessed. Yeah. And she's not willing to go on the She stand. said she needed more time to do more research. And he's like, no, no, you got to stick to what you said. You said he was sane. So you yeah. got to keep up with that. And she's like, well, I can't do that in good Conscious. Yeah, because now I've gotten new information. So she quits her job. Then she... Does she see the demon first or does she get hired by David first? She gets hired by David first. Right. See, because the second you invite a priest in, you invite the demons. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's what I took from this. (laughs) Exactly. Don't invite in religion and you won't invite in the demons. (laughs) She invites David in. Isn't that what what you're supposed to take from this or no? (laughs) (laughs) The the way this is set up is so insane because he comes in Mm -hmm. and he's like, hey, I'm a priest in training. I've seen some crazy things. Want a job? And she's like, well, conveniently, I am in need of work. Right. So, yes, I will do a job with Mm -hmm. you. They go and interview the wife of this man, Asif Manvizer, who I thought had the most interesting character, and I hope he gets more to do. Right. And the show, he is just like a contractor, just like a handyman. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. And he was a handyman at the rectory where uh, Mike Coulter I did kind of, I did kind of like the group dynamic. Yes. I thought that was pretty cool. I just wish this was done better. See, yeah, I, I see, I liked it. I like that. A spoiler alert for the end of the show. It ends up not being paranormal. Yeah. Like, I like that they they kept pointing in this, like, it's, it is paranormal, it is right. paranormal, but then they prove at the end. And I kind of like that it wasn't, like, the X-Files would have left it more ambiguous. Yes. And that's what I did like about the X-Files. Right. When Leland comes in, Leland is basically their psychotic opposite. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's actually demon I don't think he is I think Mike Coulter's like no he's just an evil person right but he's basically if you know the X-Files he's like I would consider him like the smoking man okay right he's like kind of the guy in in the background controlling everything okay I gotcha gotcha right but like in the X-Files this is what I would have liked more I think the X-Files was more like a monster of the week scenario Mm -hmm. and then there was like a kind of like big mythology stuff happening in the background I believe the smoking man in the first episode, is doesn't say a word. He's just a guy in the background yeah. in an office. Right. And I think it was just his presence that people were like, well, what's that guy doing? Like, right. what's going on? And then they were like, oh, people are wondering what that, well, we can bring him yeah. in and he can do other stuff. Right. 
this show in the first episode is straight up like, I am your arch nemesis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is what I'm doing. Right. And you're going to be battling me from now on. Yeah. And I didn't like that. I would have preferred that to be more subtly done. Right. Unfolding over many episodes. But then she wouldn't have been able to find out who took her information and gave it to the bad guy. I think they could have done it in a way. I don't know how. But I think they could have found a different way to do it. Okay. He, I mean, like, maybe he doesn't do his own legwork. Maybe he outsources. Yeah, like, you would think there would be an outsourcing. Because why on earth would you do your own legwork if you're an evil mastermind? They can prove that stole medical files. Because they yeah. go to Kurt Fuller, her mm-hmm. psychologist. Yeah. And he can identify, yes, that yeah. was the man who was here yesterday mm-hmm. who stole her files and used them to yes. try to prove that this guy was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's illegal. Yeah, that's illegal. That's highly, like, not only was, like, stealing medical files mm-hmm. uh, illegal, yeah. but using those files to exonerate someone yeah. or try to get them uh, a lesser oh, charge. Oh, this dude will be in prison. And the show does not address that at all. No, he gets away Even with it. Even though they have witnesses that yeah. can say he did it. Yeah, they just completely gloss over that. Yeah, they're just like, I guess he's just a thorn in our side we're going to have to deal with <laughs> from now on. Wow. <laughs> As the show progresses, she starts having these night terrors about right. George the Demon. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lack of creativity with these demon names. <laughs> you think George and Roy? George and Roy. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like Babylonian or Sumerian no, or anything no. like that. No, we, we get very basic. We get very basic. I'm sure there's going to be a Bob soon. I, th- I thought it was interesting. The, the way she proves that she's having a night terror and not actually being visited by a demon is she puts a piece of paper on the ceiling. Yeah. Would she write on it? It says, can you read this? Can you read this? And when she's being tortured by George the demon... Mm-hmm. Uh, she looks up and she sees that she cannot read what she has written. So therefore, it's a night terror because there's only a certain part of your brain that allows you to read when you're cognizant, but you can't read when you're sleeping. Sleeping, which is yeah. funny because you know where I know that from. Okay, Batman the animated series. You know that was a great series. I learned so much from Batman the animated <laughs> series. I don't even remember the episode. I don't remember who there. It was obviously someone psychological, so yeah. probably like the Riddler or something like that. Right. But, like, there was, like, a whole weird nightmare scenario going on. And every time Bruce would pick up a, a book, right. he couldn't read it. And then at the very end, of course, he's Batman. He's yeah. like, oh, I knew it was a dream because I couldn't read. And yeah. so, obviously, I was sleeping. So, yeah. I was like, you know, I thought that was really cool. Did you want her to smell the pee? Yeah. Why did yeah, she did. smell the pee? Because I don't know. Like, that was mind-blowing to me. Smell the pee. Smell the pee. Okay. To, okay. To, to explain. Now, because, like, <laughs> seriously, why would a demon's pee smell like rainwater? Exactly. It wouldn't. Exactly. It would smell sulfuric. <laughs> well, it was crazy that... Because according to the Supernatural boys, the Winchesters, <laughs> there's always a smell of sulfur around demons. Right. So I would imagine its pee would be sulfuric. Right. So George the Demon yeah. is like messing with her in a gross way. He's really gross. He's really gross. And he's like, can a demon do this? And he goes over into the corner and pees yeah. in the corner. And then when she wakes up and she's freaking out, like she yeah. starts screaming, her her kids come to her, mm-hmm. and she 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 runs out, and she runs to the corner. She sees a puddle of water, but she had left the window wide open in yeah. the middle of a rainstorm in, in New York. the middle of a New York City on like the the ground floor. On ground floor, <laughs> I don't think you'd be leaving your windows open. I don't know. I mean, like I I don't. 
There's no way in hell. We live in suburbia. I don't live. We, we live in a super safe community <laughs> where, like, probably a dad will lose his mind and kill his family with samurai swords. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you're not gonna get anything else. No, no, no. It's gonna be something real crazy. It's gonna be something real crazy. It's gonna be <laughs> real crazy, real specific. Yeah. <laughs> but people aren't gonna come in through your it's first not like window. Ra- it's not random no. stuff. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird. <laughs> it's gonna be weird. But, but that's she- what I'm saying. Like, we don't even leave our windows open. Yeah. I mean, fully locked, fully loaded, you know. <laughs> she, she, But she runs over to the puddle, and she sees a puddle by the window. She's like, oh, my God, it's the demon's pee. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I left the window open. It's raining. It's just rainwater. I'd still smell the pee. I'd smell the pee. I'd let my kids <laughs> think I was weird and, and be like, I got to just smell this real quick. I got to smell it. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, one thing I really didn't like about the show, though, mm-hmm. I really didn't like it was in the last scene before, like, the big reveal right. of everything, is how they used real-world tragedies that are currently yeah. happening yeah. to promote their fictional yeah. demon world. Yep. Like, basically showing news footage of, like, Parkland. Yeah. And uh, uh, Charlottesville. Yeah. And all this other stuff. And being like, that's proof of the demon's work. I'm like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, I, no, I agree. No, I was no. so pissed. That pissed me off yeah. a lot. Because I'm like, you don't get to use real world tragedies yeah. to be like, the demons exist. How about that? Right. You're like, be like, because of social media, evil is spreading. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Stop it with this bullshit. Yeah. And, and, just stop. And that just like, I'm like, people are, are dying and you're trying to tell me like, it's because fucking Zool from Ghostbusters yeah. is back. Like, <laughs> yeah, and he has a social media account. Like, He's on Instagram. You're, you're not helping the problem. No. You're giving dumb people yeah. a rationalization for it. Yeah. And that's not, we don't, no. you don't do that. That's, no. No, 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 no. no. You could have just had a line like, have you noticed like the increase of like violence in the world? Right. And that would have been enough. Mm-hmm. Not show the actual news footage mm-hmm. that was apparently showing a 10-year retrospective of all the awful things. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're in a bar, and it's like, <laughs> no sports. No. Just, like, friggin' <laughs> <laughs> Newsmax. No, it wouldn't have been Newsmax. No. But uh, you're just saying, like, hey, here's, like, the worst things that happened over the last 10 years. Jesus. Uh, there's been a lot. Yeah. It hasn't been great. But there's also billions of people in the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know? The same amount's been happening since the dawn of time. We just have more access to... There's just billions more people, so yeah. it seems like there's billions more happening. Well, because there's billions of people! Well, I mean, we, we do have <laughs> the, the... Social media does allow that connection and, like, uh-huh. uh, like, news being able to spread so fast. Right. Like, it feels worse, but it's actually as bad as it's ever been, It's probably. as bad as it's ever been. You know, like, if, like, uh, a king over in... Mm-hmm. Auckland or something, I don't know, like in, in Germany or something, in the Dark Ages was, right. like, mistreating his, you know, serfs or right. whatever. Like, you didn't know that necessarily if you were, you know, in the Americas. You right, know? Like, exactly. You know, now we do. We, we're constantly yeah. bombarded so with So now it's like, oh, wow, it has gotten worse. No, no we just know about no, it now. 30% has always been a piece of shit. Yep, always. always has been. Sadly, probably always will always be. Always will be. It's just, Unless COVID it's, kills them all. You know. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I'll just wrap up just to tell you what happens at the end. So it turns out this motherfucker has, was on 4chan. 
Yeah. Which is basically where QAnon was born. Yeah. And he did it because he was all into uh, murder. He was he in was into rape. Uh, no, he wasn't into rape. He was into necrophilia. He oh, wanted, right, necrophilia. He wanted to murder them and then rape their bodies. Right. Yeah. And this guy Leland, mm-hmm. the Weasley guy, he had found this information now and basically was like, hey, you can do it. Yeah. And we'll make that happen for you. And so, and then I'll coach you to make you sound crazy so you can get get off yeah. or whatever. And they prove it. And mm-hmm. so it turns out. So, I mean, it was kind of a weird twist. I mean, a cool twist on, like, it was pointing towards a supernatural mm-hmm. answer, but ends up being a scientific answer. You know, my thing is, why didn't the cops, find, the detectives find all this 4chan shit? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that what their job is to do? Don't you think? De- de- detect? No, but in- I think we've learned, though, in the past few years that yeah. they don't actually do a good job. I want to hear what other people had to say about this show. Um, sure. Okay, our first one is from Sandoz29, because mm-hmm. all the other Sandozes were taken. One star rating is a big F U to F CBS. Okay. CBS is a garbage network with insipid and moronic shows that either pander to the lowest of the lowbrow who are entertained by reality puke shows like Big Brother or Love Island. Oh, I agree. Oh, I hate those types of shows. Oh, shows. my God. Or those who have a hard on for military or cop shows. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> that run endlessly like a never ending parade of pseudo entertainment situational recruiting commercials for the military judicial industrial complex. Wow, okay, that was a mouthful. <laughs> it was, it was fun to say. <laughs> so finally, after a constant parade of disposable twaddle, CBS manages to surprise everyone and actually land a one-hour drama like Evil that contains some meager originality (laughs) and amazingly breaks from their usual pattern of formulaic dreck. What happens? After a surprising first season success, oh, so they liked the first season, Mm. the head doofuses at CBS decided this is just the kind of show they need to move the second season of their brand new money-suck adventure, Paramount Plus. (laughs) Because, hey... If, like Mark said about religion, that's the opiate of the masses, well, television is at least the oxycotton for those same masses, and they'll all surely be hooked enough from watching season one that they'll gladly pay to get their fix on the brand new subscription Oh, he's there. angry he has to pay to watch now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I'm sick like, of I, having to pay for all these subscriptions, too. It's like, well, then I should have just kept cable, you MFers. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't understand, like... I, I really am not happy. Like, mm-hmm. Netflix was its own thing. Yeah. I understand Hulu. Like, yeah. I understand certain things being their own thing. Yeah. But then when, like, the actual networks that are already on cable yeah. are setting up their own streaming services yep. that are having premium content that's only available, yeah. it's like, well, screw you, man. Yep. I mean, like, I get what they're doing. They're trying to reel back the people that they've lost that, like, right. cut the, the cable or whatever mm-hmm. you say. I don't know. It just seems like a real shitty thing to do. But I guess blah, blah, blah. I guess this guy, uh, streaming services for entertainment may be the future. But you know what was the future before this? New future appeared on the scene? The internet. Amazing what you can find if you look around on there enough. I suppose just call me evil. Ha, ha, ha. So he's just streaming. Okay, so he didn't even really hate the show. No, he didn't hate the show. I don't know why I picked that review. Okay. It wasn't great. No. (laughs) In fact, he's like, he wants you to steal content. And be evil. And be evil. I guess so. Yeah. Do uh, one of those piracy warnings. I love how he's like, streaming services is the future. Um, hi, that was the future like 15 years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember having an AT&T rep basically bitch and yell at me. 
Uh-huh. Because he was like, well, what do you do for fun if you don't watch TV or cable? Oh, and I was like, like, I stream it on the internet, you dumb shit. You know, I had I had someone just recently when we got our new that car. That was 10 years ago. Well, when we got our new yeah. car, they gave us like a free, I don't know, three-month subscription to XFM yeah. or serious, 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 serious. Yeah. And the sales rep called me up one day and he's like, hey, so you want to continue with serious? I'm like, I haven't even touched it once. He's like, well, what do you listen to in the car? I'm like, my own fucking music, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have to listen to your shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got my own curated collection of music I like. Exactly. Like, I, I listen to my podcast, my music. Mm-hmm. I don't need to pay you to tell me what I like. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, it's so obnoxious, these people. Oh, salespeople are the worst. Oh, the worst. Ugh. What do you do for fun, then? Well, not you, obviously. <laughs> Remember when... We first moved into our house, and the 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 security people would like. Oh yeah, they were like, and she could get raped just walking into the garage. Yeah. And he pointed right at me, and I was like, "Get out of my house!" Yeah, we were like, "No, you need to leave now." No, you need to leave now. Yeah, like we were like turning him down, and he was like, "Something could happen to her." I'm like, "What the? F- is that a fucking threat?" Yes. <laughs> you get out right now. Don't you dare try to scare me or intimidate me, you little bitch. Well, apparently I chose both of my reviews based on CBS All Access. Okay. IMD Borfin. Hmm. Oh, oh, IMD Orphan. Okay. Why are they an orphan from IMDb? Aw, IMDb abandoned them? <laughs> but they're Those still bastards. Re- they're still reviewing. Are they, they're on the outskirts of society. <laughs> <laughs> outskirts of IMDb thriving on little reviews. Here nice. nice. Uh, bought CBS All Access just for this show. They bought CBS All Access. This is the CEO of CBS. I had given up on network television. Finally canceled. These are all just freaking in. These are all just (laughs) reviews for CBS All Access. We have it. It's not all that. It's not all that. Besides, the shit's on uh, Netflix. Exactly. It was on Netflix. So just watch it on Netflix. If you have Netflix, you're good. I'll probably leave Netflix eventually and I'll go to CBS All Mm, Access. Okay. But, yeah, so that was evil. I mean, like, I'm still... I still disagree with you. I think it's entertaining enough. Like, you are the type of person, you, you like Grimm. Mm. And what was the other show you liked that was a lot like Grimm? There was, like, another show you liked. Was there? Beastly? Beauty and the Beast or something? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> something like that. Okay. But, like, I feel like this falls into that kind of category. It, okay. It's not, um, I wouldn't, it's nowhere near as good as the X-Files. No. Nowhere near as good as, like, say, something like Supernatural. Right. But seeing as those shows are no longer on the air, yeah. I think it does scratch sort of that paranormal itch. Does it? The, I, I don't think it was so terrible. Like, if you're looking for something like that, I I mean, it's sort of a green light and red light. I'd green light. Sure, why not? I don't, I don't have a problem with it. Nah, I wouldn't. You wouldn't? Nah, they, nah. they didn't. They, they missed it. They missed it. They missed it. It missed the point. It was right here, and they went whoosh, right <laughs> around it. <laughs> so what would your point be? So what what did you want exactly from it then again? Well, similar to what it was, right. but better. Okay, but... Well, Just better. Get rid of that fake demon thing of the na- night terror that was so happening. Do you want it to actually be a real demon? No. Okay. That thing was stupid. Oh, just take care of that. Take that out completely. No, you can leave Night Terrors in, but that thing, whatever was happening, was just stupid. Well, yeah. And, and I, I feel like it could have been done just so much better. See, I think See, I think this is where you and I disagree then, because I actually said at one point in my notes, this is directed poorly, mm-hmm. but in a way that I find enjoyable. Uh, see, I think that's where we're diverging a bit there, because mm-hmm. like, I thought there was like certain scenes that felt so like staged, like, I don't. I, I can't even describe it without like, you'd have to see it. But like, there's like those scenes where someone's like sitting, 
and then like someone like suddenly comes in off camera is like what's wrong and it's like mm. it feels so like okay he was standing right out of camera frame right. waiting for his cue and then he's coming in those kind of things make it's so clumsy i think it's funny the fact that you could see almost the wrinkles in the costume of the green goblin guy right. like it was so chintzy it was pretty gross that i thought was funny mm. but i think for you is like this is stupid. Yeah. Like, either do it better or don't do it at all. Exactly. I think that's a fair, I think it's very fair. <laughs> oh, and prediction, her mother's the head demon. Oh my God. Rock, 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 rock and roll grandma? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, because she's trying to get her divorced. She's trying no. to like seed her like yeah. these things. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Prediction, gonna... 100% correct, Aaron. Yeah, because they, they, <laughs> they have like a thing that they say like the demons know. Yeah. But then they, I don't know. It's just, it, it's dumb. The more you think about it, it is dumb. It is a dumb show. Oh, it's horrible. But I mean, like, I'm just saying like, it, it's, it, it's mediocre. It's mediocre. It's watchable. Is it? I think so. Oh, well, let's talk about the other shows we've been watching. We watched Ted Lasso. That's pretty good. That's Ted Lasso. I don't think the internet... I think the internet's feeling a bit sad. (laughs) (laughs) And I think Ted Lasso is good. And Mm -hmm. I think it is a balm for people in these troubled times. Right. I don't know that it's as good as people say it is. I think it's a fine show. I, I enjoy it, though. Yeah. We, we've, we're caught up. We've yeah. watched the whole first season and up to where they're at right now. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I think it's really fun. I think Roy Kent is a little... He's a, my favorite. He, oh, yeah, he is. Wildly uh, attracted to that man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> such a good character. Such a good example of being a good person, but not necessarily being a nice person. Yeah, exactly. Um, Lasso is kind of like a hipper mm-hmm. Ned Flanders. Right. Um you know, and, and it wins you over because, like, the reason why I was a holdout of that show for so long is I knew it was a sports show. Mm. And it wasn't really something that interested me. Like, I'm like, will I be into well, this? Well, I think it's far less about soccer than it is it, well, you know, uh, it, about it, it, other it things. turns out in the first season, like, like the setup for it, I'm like, oh, this is just Major League. Yeah, it's just Major League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, I was like, okay, oh, I like Major League. So, right. you know, like, I can watch this. You really do start liking all the characters. It's really fun and clever. I wouldn't say it's like bust a gut laughing funny, right. but it's pretty good. Uh, what else did we see? Ragnarok. Um, we are still watching that. That show is weird as shit. Yes. That's why, only... that's why I'm still watching because it's weird as shit. It's not good, I don't think. But it is weird. Yeah, it's it's definitely something different. Yeah. But in, even though it's available to binge, yeah. we've watched two episodes. No, you don't binge this. No, no, no. No, no. I think it would be exhausting to binge. Yeah. Like, this is weird. That's like one of those shows that really does need to be spread <laughs> out a bit. Yeah. Like, we'll probably finish it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to keep watching. It's just weird. It's going to just take a couple months. Yeah, it's going to take a while. It's just uh, weird. Did we watch anything else? Uh, we've finished watching the season of Bad Batch. Oh yeah, which had a very disappointing. Yeah, I was like, I don't, finale. I don't care what happens to Not me. Not se- you know? season finale, I should say. It was a weird example of a fine episode. Yeah. But it's like this is what this you're is how you're the ending the season. Okay. Oh, and um, because I've been sparing you all superhero things, mm. I've I watched What If. Okay. If you have Disney Plus, what if is it alternate timelines because of Loki and everything they're showing, like right. different possibilities of the world. Okay. The, the first episode, it seems the consensus online is the first episode is worse than the second episode. Mm. But once again, I have to disagree. Okay. The first episode was basically Captain America, the first Avenger, 
But instead of um, leaving the room, Peggy Carter stays in the room when he is. She gets zapped and becomes Captain America. Well, no, she she the terrorist attack happens and Steve gets shot, okay. but he doesn't die. But he's like dying, you know. He, and so he's not strong enough to get in the machine, and they only have one chance at it. So she jumps in the machine. So okay. she becomes Captain Carter, Captain right. Britain, or whatever, and. It, it, so it's just like that kind of thing. And, okay. And uh, it, it was fun. I liked it. I liked it okay. The ending was kind of a meh, but the, the whole thing. The second episode is T'Challa, the mm-hmm. Black Panther. What if he was Star-Lord? And here's my comp- here's my problem with this. What what makes, for me, what it, if interesting, what makes that okay. idea interesting is the sliding doors aspect of it. Okay. What if one person made a different decision? Right. How does the world unfold differently? Like, because she decided to stay here instead of there, now she's Captain America or whatever. You know, so, like, that's interesting to me. T'Challa and Star-Lord have no... Common ground. Common ground. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, literally, it's like the the Ravagers... So T'Challa didn't stay to protect his homeland? No. Well, that's that defeats his purpose. Well, it was when he was a child, and the Ravagers mistake him for Peter Quill. Because they just don't understand shit. So, so then, like, uh, Yondu says, hey, you want to see the world? I can show you the universe. So then he becomes Star-Lord. But, A, like, T'Challa's not the type of character who would call himself Star-Lord. No. The whole point of Star-Lord, that name, is it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. So, and, like, and Peter Quill is a ridiculous person. So yeah. that's why he would be called that. Yeah, T'Challa is serious. He seems to, T'Challa still seems to have some kind of superpowers, which doesn't make sense because no. he hasn't had the Black Panther He hasn't had orchid yet. nectar or and, whatever. <laughs> and, like, the the episode starts off with how the movie starts off with um, stealing that orb. Right. And um, uh, Digimon Hansu captures him, but instead of being like, who are you, you know, yeah. he's like, oh, my God, you're Star-Lord, you're the best, I want to join your crew. And he's just, like, fanboying over him. And then it turns out, like, T'Challa has been, like, amazing he turned thanos good he like did all this stuff and he's just been perfect in everything and everything he's done is just like the right But what happened to wakanda well he was told that wakanda was destroyed and that's why he couldn't go home okay and then at the end he finds out that was just a lie that yondu was telling him to keep him there or something like that so he gets to go back to wakanda he decides but why would they take him back because he's there i don't know well, that doesn't make any kind yeah, of sense. Yeah, it, 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 like that episode, like from my limited knowledge of superheroes, yeah. I feel like that doesn't make any sense. It just, to me, it just was such a stretch. T'Challa's whole thing is Wakanda. Yeah, see, like, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, why would he abandon his? It, that doesn't make sense to me. And he's never shown in the movies to have any kind of desire to leave Wakanda. Yeah. And all of a sudden, now he does. Like, the, again, the what if stories only work if it's like. What if um, Bucky had lived and Steve had died on the plane or, right. or on the train or whatever? I mean, I'm still using First yeah. Avenger. Or, or what if, uh, I don't know, I, you know, whatever, whatever. Just like a, a, something that actually happens in a movie. Mm-hmm. But this just felt like an excuse. It's like, hey, let's put T'Challa in space <laughs> and see what happens. And it's like, okay, but like that doesn't make any sense with anything no. that's established. So. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Mm. I like the first episode better, but, yeah. you know. Anyway, uh, we've gone kind of over, so I guess we should wrap it up. But yeah, 
Uh, Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us. Email, uh, what's the email? Pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I think you screwed up because you saw what's coming next week. Something truly horrifying. We're going from... Hey! I didn't choose that. You 100% did. No, I did not. You did too. No, I did not. <laughs> no, I did not. I would never have chosen that. <laughs> I would never have chosen that. I know I did not choose this. I was there. I wrote down no, everything you said. No, you must have written it down because we were skimming over and I probably laughed at it. But I did not choose that. Dawson's Creek? I did not choose that. Dawson's Creek? No. No, I f***ing did not. Okay, well then, are, are we not doing it then? Because if not, I don't know what we're doing. Well, what we should do then, um, because no, I did not choose Dawson's Creek. Okay. You, get, you can F that right up your A. <laughs> okay, so apparently Dawson's Creek is a big F you. I've never seen it. Well, neither have I. So maybe we'll like it. I doubt this very much. <laughs> I doubt it very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 100% sure I'll Isn't hate that it. Isn't that part of uh, the point of our podcast to expose ourselves to things that we have not been exposed to and, and judge them fairly? Look, I don't need to be exposed to this garbage. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> well, well, what's your suggestion? What should we do then? Okay. Well, I, I mean, I guess we could watch Dawson's Creek since neither of us have ever seen it. Okay. You know? Okay, fine. We'll watch Dawson's Creek. But after that, I think we should watch uh, Monster Hunter. Okay. Not the one with Mila Hovovich. <laughs> we kind of... Because I, we, we ran out of time one. on that one. Our free trial ran out. And I'm not renting it. I'm, I'm not, not, definitely not no, buying it. I'm not renting it. Okay, so... Let's do Netflix's Monster Hunter. What was it? The King's Reign or something or like something that? Something like that. And that actually does remind me, just really quick, too. Yeah. We should talk about Troll Hunters. Oh, yes. Yeah, so let's talk about Troll just Hunters really quick, and I, the newest movie, you, Rise of the Titans. You, you missed out last week. We're going to give you a little bonus yeah. on this week. So we have said on this podcast many times. Many times. Troll Hunters is great. I love it. I think it's an amazing love it. modern day fantasy in yeah. the vein of... Star Wars that's yeah. appealing to kids. It can yeah. be appealing to adults. It's yeah. got humor. It's mm-hmm. got heart. Yeah. It's got action. Yeah. It's great. I, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Uh, Guillermo del Toro created yeah. it. Yeah. So it's got that sensibility. Yeah. And then that show had a spin-off. That was three seasons. Yeah. And then the, it has a spin-off show called Three Below, mm-hmm. which was not it's as pretty good. good. It's okay. It's pretty good. It's okay. It, it's pretty good. It's got its moments, yeah. but it's, it doesn't quite reach Troll. Oh, I consider that a three of five. Okay. 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 That's where I put my threes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then, yeah, evil is not that. Though. No. No, it is not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would say Troll Hunters is close to a five for me. Oh, yeah. It's for sure five. Uh, th- three Below is a three, and then it followed off with one season of Wizards. I consider that one a four. Four. I think it would have been better if they had more time. I Yeah. I think Netflix started... Decreasing, decreasing the time their things, mm-hmm. and I don't think they gave it enough time. I think they think it, was, it introduced a lot of interesting concepts, yeah. But I don't think in like twelve episodes or thirteen yeah. episodes they had enough time to yeah. really. It really needed two seasons. Yeah. Like the so first then, half of the season needed to be one thing, exactly. and then the second half to be. So know. then Netflix was like, okay, you can wrap it all up with one movie, one hour and forty-five minutes with movie. all of these characters, and oh it wow, was a disaster. Wow. Two the point that it retroactively ruins yes, the show. Yes, <laughs> it actually does. Like, I've never known something to actually ruin 
Okay. My enjoyment of the original stuff that came before. Because it, I mean, I, I try not to spoil it, although I highly recommend it. If you do decide to watch these shows, yeah. don't watch it. Well, maybe you should, just so you can get as angry as we are about yeah, it. Because, because basically, because it, it, not only does it ruin just like the plot of Troll Hunters. Yeah. It ruins the characters of Three Below. Yep. And it renders wizards nearly pointless. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because the whole point of wizards was setting up the basically these titans these titans these villains yeah. in, in this movie so if you don't watch that movie then wizards has no point yes so um, however even though they're the wizards enemy the troll hunter is the one who has to defeat them yes so hisardu doesn't get to do anything hisardu is du- duxie is the wizard yes so yeah so man that was like literally the most disappointing ending I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I would have preferred they did nothing. Yes. And I, I it's just came out, so I really can't get into no. the end of it. No. But if you, I highly suggest if you're going to do this, watch them all, watch them in order. Yeah, Troll Hunters, Three Below, Wizards, then the movie. Then the movie. Mm-hmm. And when you get to that last 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Like, and the rest of the movie's not good either. No, no, it is not. It was like, okay. It was like, okay, I think. They're trying to do too much. They're having to wrap up a lot of stuff. You know, I, I understand consider that. the rest of the movie a two. Yeah, but the ending a one. I I would go negative. It's so it defeats the purpose of the whole show. Yep. It undermines every character motivation. Yeah, yep. it like just ruins everything. It everything. Even not only does it ruin the plot of the whole series, it ruins the plot of the movie itself. Yes. Even the internal story yes. within the movie. Yes, it doesn't make any sense. Nope. Nope, nope. It's infuriating. But if you like those kind of things, <laughs> I highly recommend you watch it all. Anyway, we've kept you long this week, so, um, you know. Well, we had to catch up with some stuff. We had to catch up with some stuff, and like we said, you know, we're sorry we missed last week, but, you know, life happens, and yeah. it's going to happen once in a while. Hey, COVID ain't no joke. It ain't no joke. So Hasn't been since the very first time we heard about it. Keep, your sa- keep yourself safe. If you're eligible for a booster shot, go get it. Oh, hell yeah. You know, and hopefully kids will get a vaccine soon. Hopefully. Anyway, uh, we will see you next week for... Are we doing Dawson's Creek? Oh. Or do you want to do the Monster Hunter show? Oh. Why don't we do the Monster Hunter show okay. first? And then we'll do we'll do Dawson's Creek the next week. Yeah. Why don't we ask our listeners? Okay, we'll th- throw a poll out there. Throw a poll, guys. Let us know. You can hit us up on that. Dawson's that. Creek or Monster Hunter. We're going to be doing both, but just... Which order they come in. Yeah. You know? Okay. So pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. You yeah. can reach us. You can reach us at Twitter if I ever look at it. Yep. And, uh, or. Just, uh, just email us. We don't really look e- at Twitter. E- email. <laughs> emailing is honestly the best way to, to probably get in touch yeah. with us. Because I, I, I look at that. Pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. Did I give the wrong one? No. Oh, you're I'm just, just re- uh, restating oh, it. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. And that's why I count on you every week. I know. I love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.